Why don't you go away? To a private island like you? No. Not like me. I couldn't do that. Who'd look after her? She'd be alone up there. The fire would go out. It'd be cold and damp like a grave. If you love someone, you don't do that to them even if you hate them. You understand? I don't hate her. I hate what she's become. I hate the illness. Wouldn't it be better if you put her someplace You mean an institution? A madhouse? People always call a madhouse someplace, don't they? Put her in someplace. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to sound uncaring. What do you know about caring? Have you ever seen the inside of one of those places? The laughing and the tears. And the cruel eyes studying you. My mother there. But she's harmless. She's as harmless as one of those stuffed birds. I am sorry. I, I only felt... It seems she's hurting you. I meant well. People always mean well. They cluck their thick tongues and shake their heads. Well, where do you start with horror? And that what? is what we'll what? be discussing today. Unfortunately, yep. yeah, this is wait, in fact, welcome to the Dreadcast. This is episode Hello. eleven. And we oh, did say yes. we did say last time, um, I think we were quite hyped with the plan for this episode. Uh, at the we end were, of the last yes. episode. We were gonna do uh I'm gonna twist we it around. Slasher. Jason versus Freddy. We <laughs> slasher were, yes. versus Slasher. Slasher versus Slasher. But well, we realized we slightly changed it. It kind of works well as a bridge um, yes. episode. So as of next week will be the Friday the 13th episode because Ooh. it's Friday the 13th. Excellent. We'll then not be next... doing... What? Not next week. Friday the Is 13th, it not next, not week? next week? Oh my God, am I getting no, it wrong already? It's the week after. We're we getting it wrong already? I, I think we've got it wrong. Oh no. This is embarrassing. Yeah. It's not Friday the 13th yet. Oh, no, no, it will be. It will be next it, week because by the time oh. this comes out, it will Friday the 13th episode will be the week after. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it will be there next. we go. We got it right in the there end. We, we got go. it right. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, folks. It does. <laughs> so then after that, we'll bridge the gap between Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street with Jason Whoa. versus Freddy. I'm not going to keep saying yes. Freddy versus Jason because we're not doing the film. We're doing no. Slasher versus Slasher. So we'll do Jason versus yeah. Freddy. Jason versus Freddy, just to make it clearer. But as of now, we figured we're just not, not so much a filler episode, but no. let's talk. What, let's discuss more... something. Yeah. Now, what we is... discussed our top fives, and we I yeah. remember actually when we discussed the top five, we did discuss, I, did we discuss how we got into horror? I think we did that in our yeah, top fives. Briefly yeah, briefly we did. Which is perfect. Oh, yeah. So, to put it simply, where do you start with horror? When you are 
either introducing someone new to the genre or if say a young teen young uh, a teen slash young adult like that's the question we're we we we've decided on yeah it's i mean it's interesting because i was i was having a chat with one of my my theater mates Car- uh, carla and because obviously she told me oh yes you have the podcast as well i was like yes we do with the dreadcast yes did a little promotion there and of course she said well so she's not a, a fan of horror. Mm. I think she. I think she said the most she'd seen was Sweeney Todd, and I was like, "Well, in a way, that's kind of horror esque. It's a bit gothic horror, yeah, if you think got about aspects it. of it." Yeah. And then again, I was like, "Well, if you were getting to get into horror, it's kind of like it all depends on kind of your what you would want to watch in a horror film, because let's face it, the horror genre is very, very large." and most genres what, are if you look at comedy oh yeah. look at comedy how many different types of oh comedy yeah. there are that is true actually and i think if you're interested in horror you'd have to say right well what what would you what would you be able to watch it's like you can would you be able to watch a slasher film someone going around killing people would you be able to watch a monster running around killing people which to be fair, most of the horror genres i had in my notes is let's say i mean every horror film virtually is almost a slasher film because someone is trying to kill someone in a horror film I mean, let's face some it. sense of yeah some sense some of sense. it yeah yeah for sure do you would you prefer to watch things based on like paranormal stuff psychological stuff it's kind of so some people might be like oh well i i you know i prefer a bit more of a like a thriller type edge so you know maybe you go down the yeah. route of more I don't know, a horror with a bit of a, a clever plot to it. And then you have some people who are like, oh, I, I want to see some giant evil monster destroy mm. Tokyo, mm. in which case you're like, all oh, right, well, we'll go this route. So really it would come down to what they kind of would prefer to watch and what not to watch, I guess. Yeah, I think, I think when I was take, trying to do some notes and write up what what seems to be a mini dissertation here <laughs> when i was typing this up i was kind of yeah. getting in the zone when i started i started doing those notes then they started to become paragraphs and then started to it started to become like a mini dissertation and i had to stop I, myself but i felt while, like i was writing a novel yeah yeah but while doing it i it kind of clicked with me with that yeah we're probably talking young adults teens who get into horror yeah. like we did ourselves and then people who yeah. are just have zero interest in horror, they mm. they might be people. I, we're talking people here, not gendering, not yeah, you know, no. not doing any of that. It's 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 more so down to your age, I think. Yeah, it's down to age, yeah, yeah. and it depends. You might not like horror, but you might like I don't know rom com, rom coms, and adventure action. films. Yeah, action, like and you you want to you want to branch out and maybe get into horror. Like, where the hell do you start? Yeah, and it is it, it is tricky. It really depends how screamish you are, how jumpy yep. you are, how um, Im- impressionable you are. You know, yeah. I, it, it, things, first example, in my opinion, right? Things like you show someone paranormal activity who is very impressionable yeah. and believes in ghosts. Oh, yeah. A film like that would do that person in Probably. because of the, the realistic side of it being a POV film. And mm. how subtle the ghost, the ghost like effects and the ghost input in the film is, it would freak them out. Yeah. So you, to, to introduce someone to horror, you really need to know that person. I think. Oh yeah, I mean, in a way, you kind of need to know their phobias and their fears. Because yeah. if you yeah. know what that their fears are, you can say, "Oh, you're yeah, you're afraid of ghosts." Well, 
watch paranormal films because you're probably going to sit there going, "Oh my god, this yeah. is terrifying." Or you're you're but you're if, scared of home invasion. Like that yeah. that opens up a whole can of worms of <laughs> Oh yeah. Of what but to if they to. if they were scared of ghosts and things, but then they were like, "Oh, yeah, you know, zombies are boring. They wouldn't scare yeah. me." Like, right, well, maybe stay away from the undead genre side of things. So if you if you know their fears, you can say, "Right, well, we can I mean that's effectively what horror is. Horror is I think it was the what did I have in my notes? Like the def- definition of horror is a feeling of intense fear, shock or disgust. So once you know what is going to make them feel those kind of three things, effectively you can tap into it and go, "Right, I'm going to scare the pants off of you." Yeah. With within the next hour to 2 hours of whatever you're watching. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh I mean, I mean, could you? Uh, most horror films probably are an immersive experience, trying yeah. to get you sucked, if sucked you could, into uh, it. Great if you could have like a fully immersive 3D horror game. That'd be just that'd be terrifying. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great fun, but at the same time, it'd be horrifying. I think it was also for us, like I'm so for us when we grew up, it we I think we discussed this in the top five horror. It was yeah. there was a few things that got us into horror. It was you had the Sci-Fi Channel. Late night, 10 p.m. And back yeah. then, cable. Anyway, we had the internet. We we were the middle generation. Oh, dial up. We were we dial were that middle. Not just dial up, but we were the the middle generation of yeah. internet was. Just the internet was in. really really kicking in and really becoming the main thing. And cable and you know cable television. I mean, I think I I think our first box had 50 channels. But you know, Something younger people like that, these yeah. days would think think that's nothing. You know, oh, yeah. it's it's absolutely nothing. So when we saw something on TV, you'd be like, "Wait, what is that? What? Mm. Get the v, get the v, get the VCR oh, recorded. Yeah. I, I need to. What oh. the hell is that? That looks creepy. I need to see what that is." So it was also word of mouth. I remember when word of it mouth. It was like when yeah. the uh, when the ring came out. You know, the VHS tape that will kill you in seven days. Mm. You heard about it because people were like, "Oh, have you heard about the tape that will kill you in seven days?" You're like, "Wait, what? What? What's this?" Yeah. Like, is this actually a thing? And then the more you looked into it, you're like, oh, it's a film called The Ring. But by that time, because you'd heard about, through word of mouth, about this girl that came through the TV, you were like, I have to see this film. And yes, I have to see her like, crawl through the TV. I need to see this moment. Are, you knew that when, you, I mean, there was always, I remember when I saw The Ring for the first time, in the back of my mind, after watching, like, ha, it's just a film. And then literally the day later, I'm like, oh my God, I've only got six days to live. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. after, you know, obviously, I, that was like, 15 years ago and i'm still here so you know she's also I mean, a bit late with her timing the uh, the other aspect we had back then was uh you know trying to com- maybe convincing a parent or someone older oh, yes. to rent something that we had seen from blockbuster just oh. by the cover and i, I always i brought this up last time i always bring it up but i think one of the first things i saw in blockbuster when i was younger was wishmaster and i was i, I need to watch yeah. this this that looks so cool and so weird but i think the issue the real issue of specifically introducing like say classic classic horror films now whereas yeah. say back then we were intrigued because it mm. was all new to us we we didn't have it out of the palm of our hands introducing no. all this stuff now to younger generation you're talking 35 to 40 years since you know the peak era of horror yeah you know the peak era yeah, that yeah. is a long time ago and I, I think the younger generation now would find those sort of films too slow, boring, cheesy in a bad way, and just silly. I, I, there's a lot, there's a lot from that era. I don't feel they would instantly. It's interesting you mention that because I, I have a in a couple of my notes because I, I think because obviously we when we were discussing this before we recorded, we 
kind of gone a different way into recommending things. Mm. A couple of mine are old films that I think even in my notes I say, look, compared to today, you'd be watching again. This is not. This is not that. I mean, to horror people who watch horror, they're like, this is nothing. This is this is you know. Yeah. Like watching a, a puppy, whereas you know you want to see today's films are more like a Rottweiler or something, you know, a lot scarier. But I threw them in there because I was like, but if you're a beginner, you might want to start here purely because they are pretty tame. And if you're not a fan of horror, at least they will kind of ease you in gently. Although to be fair, I think the two films that I have thrown in there. Once we get into it, you'll be like, yeah, they have to be in there only because they are still that iconic. Because they let they effectively they laid a foundation that films nowadays, like Paranormal Activity, for instance, built upon because they were like, that's the formula. Take that and just make it better. Or, you know, bigger in a way. But is that for someone who not not so much is intrigued into horror, like we were when we were younger, but someone who is new to horror doesn't have as keen um dedication like interest as we do just someone who wants to get into it would they appreciate the iconic i think they i with the two that i had i think they will Mm. just because of the how well these films were made and the sort of the subject matter they built upon because i mean let's face it if you if you were to tell them to watch it as if they were as if they'd never heard of a lot of, because let's face it, a lot of horror films nowadays, you know, so many come out that are, let's face it, a bit eh, a bit Make meh. Straight to video on they, demand. Yeah, straight to video on demand, or they come out, they're released on like Christmas Day because they're like, mm. this is a rubbish film, we made it anyway, just get rid of it. Whereas if you were to tell them to watch it as if you were at that moment in time when it was made, they'd probably appreciate it a bit better. Well, at least, you know, I hope they would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I mean, also, I, again, going back to when you know, we were first getting into horror, it would be seeing a poster, maybe, or yeah. I, I remember like, seeing uh, seeing a horror film being advertised Smith. in the in the uh, Smith or the, 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 the I mean, like uh, a poster for an upcoming film, not the actual oh, poster yeah, yeah, you could yeah. buy. So a poster, you'd see posters in the in the newspapers, you know, do, uh, like you? coming soon. And like, Wait, what is that? What what yep. is it? I have to see this and. It could have been a gore fest or a monster film or psychological horror, but you gain so much more interest by the mystery surrounding the film and the real effort of trying to find out what the hell it was. Rather yeah. than nowadays, uh, uh, what's it? I, someone just told me about this film. Boop, 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 boop. I found it. I found everything about it. I found the plot on my phone. I found who's in it. Oh, uh, Rotten yep, Tomatoes. Oh, it's not too good. Reviews aren't yeah. that good. I'm not going to bother. Yeah. yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what it is now. It kind of ruins it. It really does. I, it really does. I mean, I, I like reading things like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb stuff purely because I'll I'll usually I'll read it after I've seen the film mm, just to see mm, how mm. kind of aligned my thoughts are. Agreed. I especially loved it when I did uh, after we saw Halloween Kills because I was like, yep, most people think the same. Yeah. But if I if there is a horror film that comes out that I am very interested in, yeah, I try to do all I can to not know anything about it. Because the second you go to like, oh, I just want to see how long the runtime is, you'll type it in and guaranteed if you do it after the films come out, it will be like, I don't know, uh, the, I don't know, give me a random example, the TV murderer party. Oh, twist. Ha ha. It's actually the dad. And you're like, oh, and I've ruined it for myself. 
And I have done that a few times where I've gone, oh, I just want to see something. And it's like, and there's a spoiler and I've ruined the film. Great. And of course, if you do that, especially with things like Rotten Tomatoes and reading the plot, you're like, well, you, you don't get the full effect. Yeah. If you see it happening, it's so much more. Because if you read it on uh, yeah, Wikipedia. How much more impactful. Like, oh, well, that doesn't sound scary. It's, it sounds a bit boring. But it's like, yes, but you have to see it with the special effects and the acting yeah. and the music. When you see it with all those three things combined, you're like, oh, this is actually pretty little bit. Oh, it's put me on the edge a bit. Yeah, completely, completely. I think as well I, I, with, that, with that, I so we, we both came up with like a list of maybe a, a few introductory films. But I, I think yeah. there is definitely a few subgenres in the horror, horror genre that you just I, I personally would not. Uh, yeah. Would not recommend people, the first time. Would not recommend them, but not, not direct people towards. I think no. I think the first one, the first subgenre to just say, you're new to horror, you might want to just leave this, is the rape revenge. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that's not a good one. That is, why would you start someone with I Spit on Your Grave? I mean, it's a great film, <laughs> but it's, it's, not, it's not an easy watch. It's very harsh yeah. to watch. Yeah, this is the original one. I mean, oh, yes. even the remake yeah. was pretty, pretty nasty, but not nowhere compared to what they put in the original one. Let's be honest. It's you also probably wouldn't. Oh, actually, no, that's the film I was about to say actually fits more into the gore. So I'll keep that, keep that for a second. Well, yeah. The, so the rape revenge subcategory of we did Mother's Day. Mother's Day would yes, be in that category. It it's a bit goofy, but it is still there. Still now, totally fair revenge film. It's re- it's a rape revenge film, and it is a trauma film. But I think. You could categorize trauma films as once well, someone is more satire, once someone's more into horror, then you yeah. feed them down that path of check out this line of just absolute fun. Apart from Mother's yep. Day, you know, yeah. Toxic Avenger. You 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 do Toxic <laughs> Avenger a lot later on. Okay, a Toxic lot Avenger. later on. Yep. Like Last House on the Left. You you don't oh, go yeah. straight in with these films. No, because it, it will probably drive someone away from horror genre going if this is all it's like no this is not for me this is not for and me and i think that, that again it's like so that's tying into what you know when we were saying you know what how do you introduce someone to horror mm. because if you yeah if you showed them rape revenge they're like this is horrifying because i mean i think rape revenge especially when i spit on your grave first came out so many critics of things were like this is a horrible film yeah. this is nasty and it was it was classed as one of the video nasties because they were like, oh, we don't want to see this. This is, this is you know, terrifying. But it's like, yes, but that's the thing. It's, it's made you feel that disgust. It's done its job. Because you are looking at it going, oh, my God, this poor girl has been raped, left for dead. And it's like, yes, and you are disgusted at the yeah. act of that. You're it's horrified. <laughs> but that the is, word is there. I, yeah. That is, I would say, more of the, I want to say, the, like, not realistic, but more of a, you know, maybe a more realistic side of horror, because that is. does it happen is. in real life. So it's more realistic, whereas, I mean, I have a, there's, oh god, the horror genre is just so wide. Because I was say, I have a, a list of horror genres and subgenres that kind of break things down into the five. And I think the psychological one is kind of where the, where the rape revenge would lie. Maybe? I think it's definitely an aspect of the psychological, because it well, fucks with the... Oh, yeah. The rape no, victims' really minds and and everyone, the audience's mind. The, the, I came up with the, there were two other um, oh yeah sort of pathways. I would I would have said not to direct someone down. Yeah. Uh, the other one is gore fest. You know, uh, if yep. th- that is a straight yep. up. If someone 
I mean, you could go back to say casual, any, any type of like casualty, Holby City, any type of medical oh, show yeah. on TV. People, people get screwed. I don't. To be fair, I don't like watching the real stuff. I can watch Gorefest because I know it's not real. I don't like yeah. seeing someone having surgery. You know, no, really, really not. graphic stuff. I don't like that. But some people might take that with them to the horror genre and just they can't oh, stomach yeah. it. So gore, gore fest such as Dead Alive, uh, aka oh, Brain, yeah. Brain Dead. That's a goofy film, but that is extreme. Or yeah, Day of the Dead, think- or just numerous zombie films that. I mean, a zombie film, in all sense of the word, is a cannibal film, really. So cannibal yeah, films it, at the yeah. same time like that, like Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Ferox. Oh, it's there also is, technically part well, of the monster genre, if you think about one, it. There is one zombie film that yeah. is in my list, though. Is it in your list? I, I, well, I did it differently to you. So I, I took the broad terms. You did, yeah. And then I kind of gave an example of a, like one film. Okay. That would kind of sum it all up. But the like I said, the, the horror genres list I've got has numerous examples for yeah. other films that you could get into. And it's interesting that you mentioned the kind of like the gore thing, because I had a film, where is my notes? There they are. Which was pretty much my notes are the same as you. It's like if you're getting into horror, don't watch a gore film. Because if yeah. you're not used to seeing extreme violence and a lot of blood, a lot of horrific things coming at your way you're going to be put off horror forever with that said the one film that i had that i put in there now also technically it could fall under the slasher slash uh what's the other word oh no yes slash was psychological one that was the one i was going for was the saw films Mm. because if you think about it Mm. they are a form of gore in fact they were kind of one of the Saw films? films. Saw films, or plural, or one? Saw, or the first saw one. two. Maybe saw one and saw two. One is, one is... I think one alone is very different to the rest of the franchise. They get worse as they go on. I, not, I not made so sure much I mentioned quality, Not so much in quality, but the first one isn't necessarily overly gory compared to the rest. No, and that's kind of why I chose it. Yeah, yeah. Because you cool. have... It's great because you have this jigsaw character john kramer mm. and it the psychological aspect comes in when the people he takes i won't i won't ruin it too much well mm. it's not much to ruin he, he tortures people that's basically it but kind of. he gives them that kind of that psychological aspect to it because it's like right you are not necessarily a good person so i have given you this choice you can either sit here in this trap and die yeah or you can you can see just how much you think your life is worth. And that I think that's a really good edge to it because when you're watching it, you're like, oh, there's no way out of that. But actually, if you think if you were to put yourself in those shoes, you're like, you would be fighting every inch to get out of there. But it's, I mean, to be fair, gore, you know, you got to if you if you want to get into gore, you just got to accept that you're going to get hor- horrified. You do. Yeah. But it's Like you said, it's not too gory. There are some horrible moments. But it's not over the top. It's it mixed it's with the, the law. It's a good. It's a good shout that one actually because you, you, yeah. Again, you go back to the person you're trying to introduce to horror. I think the first thing people will think of when they're thinking of horror movies, they'll either think zombies, or yep. they'll think man in the mask with a knife trying to kill someone. Yeah, I think much. that uh, a killer, the slasher killer, is is a very. Yeah general starting point for anyone thinking of oh what sort of horror film is this now saw has the killer but Mm. he's not 
actually in a way yeah. he, there, there's more depth to it there's a lot more depth to his killing there's i I, if I remember correctly, there is a great line in... It's one of the Saw films. I don't know which one it is. But for me, Saw and Saw 2 are the kind of the two definitive ones mm. because they managed to keep the kind of the train running with it. Saw 3 onwards, the, I mean, the traps got better, but the plot lines got so confusing. It was all about the traps. It was all about the traps. Yeah. But there's a line in the Saw films. I can't remember what it was, but they turn around to Crane at one point and say, you're a killer. And he goes, no, I'm not. Because if you think about it, I never have, I've never actually killed anyone. Nope. I gave them the cho choice to escape, and a lot of them didn't take it. So he, effectively, you're watching this guy who, I mean, you wouldn't want to go on his bad side. But then the more you think about it, you're like, well, yeah, he's got a point. He hasn't actually killed anyone, but he has, but he hasn't. And it's a really cool little, like, is he a bad guy? Mm, these people well, what are not he is, he's a mass nice, kidnapper. So. Yes, he's a mass kidnapper, <laughs> and he's an excellent engineer. Yeah. But he's not necessarily a killer. Yeah. Um, I would say, because I had a few other ideas for the gore ones, which kind of show the more extreme side, I would say, where you've got films such as Hostel, The Human Centipede, and, of course, you have the Serbian film, which, let's face it, is probably the most extreme thing you're going to watch. I but, would never put Human Centipede and Serbian film yeah, anywhere near introducing exactly. someone. That's the thing. And as a first timer, I mean, once you once someone is further down the line and a bit more used to gore, you could say, right, way further. Th these two are probably the most extreme things you're going to watch. Watch them at your own risk, because quite frankly, they will stick in your mind and you will have to bleach your brain cells to get rid of them. The one that I did think is quite interesting. Have you seen? You haven't seen Terrifier, have you? Terrifier I know, I know what it's about. I know what it's about. Yeah. yeah. I would potentially recommend Terrifier as part of the gore because it's a horrific moment in the Terrifier movie that is very kind of over-the-top gore, but the rest of it is actually just kind of a slasher film. But, oh, yeah, it's a tricky one. But, but there I you go. So you're, you're, you're talking about a gore fest. Um, you were saying about not introducing someone to a gore fest. So, yeah. Maybe not, maybe not watch Saw first. Don't watch Terrifier because Terrifier is, yeah, maybe somewhere a bit further down the line, uh, especially because of that scene. <laughs> so I, I've got quite a few on my list. I'm going to start with, yep. I think you start with something like Psycho. Oh, yes. I had that one on my list. I think. Yeah. Technically, there are two plot twists in Psycho. Yeah, there are, aren't they? There is a main yeah. one and there is a... It's not so much a plot a twist, one. it's a it's a story plot twist where yeah. you think the story's going somewhere and then the story starts anew. But Psy Psycho is, is, is still so iconic. I think the the shower scene the shower scene has been oh, not yes. so much done to death, but it's been parodied or it's such an iconic moment that I think yeah. anyone who's not even into horror wants to get into new to horror will know that scene. And Oh yeah. We'll know it, you know, when the scene is coming, they'll, they may know it's coming and then be more intrigued in the story itself. The acting is, is incredible um, by oh, Anthony, yeah. uh, Anthony Perkins. So, you know, you're getting good, great acting along with it. Um, oh, and it's, uh, oh God, I'm mind blanking. It is... Alfred Hitchcock? No, 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 the, the lead female actress. I'm absolutely blanking here. Oh, oh Jamie Lee, I know Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis's mum. Oh yes, yes. I oh I can't remember. What oh my name god, is. I can't believe I'm mind blanking on this. 
I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that up. I have to find out who Thank that is. You. I know but, that um I know that Carrie Fisher was actually potentially in the running to play the main the main actress for a little while. But I think they turned it down for some reason. So Psycho, let's find out who it was. Yeah, I had to, I had to have Psycho in my list because it was it's a great oh it's Janet Lee. There you go. Janet, Janet Lee, Lee, yeah. Yeah, Janet Lee. Janet Lee, yes. Yeah. I believe that I think that's who it is. You got Janet Lee or you got Vera Miles. It's one of the no, two. It's, Jan- it's Janet Lee, yeah. Um, okay. I think I think you you show someone psycho. You you say you you try to get them to get past the black and white, especially for a younger audience yes. that you're introducing this yeah, to. Yeah, so that is quite get tricky. Get past the black and white and just sit and watch this. Put your phone down and watch a masterpiece of it's it's not so much pure horror. There are scary moments, but it's hmm. it's a thinking thinking person's horror, it's, I would say. Yeah, it's much. See, I this is what I I sent you a message, and I think we both agreed that when we were recording this, we we had so much fun putting these lists together, Mm. just because of like how much we got to like to really dive into the horror genre. Mm. And I put this on my list as I actually put it in the slasher killer kind of overall arc because Norman Bates is very much considered one of the proto slashers oh yeah he's not yeah. he's not the first there were some there were a few before him like black christmas that black kind christmas. of oh no psycho 60 no, black no. christmas is 74 yeah i'm thinking of not yeah. black christmas there were a couple of others before him like early 1930s kind of slashery type horror films i did dive way into the history of horror but i won't mm. go into that because that's a, another topic entirely but what was great about norman bates was is at the time he when you watch it for the first time you get to kind of see into his his psyche yeah and obviously i won't go too much into it because obviously you know we do want to watch these films without you know any preconceived notions or plot twists but it built upon the premise that it kind of laid the foundations for future slashes so you had kind of things like child abuse you had the mental breakdowns you had the horrific you know accent or something and he kind of fitted the role from those and then when you look at modern day slashes most of them have those kind of things so you've got things like the the child abuse oh, i don't know who's got one of those uh chucky there you go chucky was abused as a child you have things like mummy issues so you've got jason you've got a tragic backstory you've got Candyman. the lit even uh Michael Myers has got some degree of a horrific childhood. Yeah. But you can link them all back to Norman Bates because he mm. laid down these kind of golden, not golden rules, but very much the building blocks for slashes. Yeah. No, completely. And I, yeah, if you're introducing it again back to a, a, a younger person, again, you get past the black and white. I think Hitchcock with the, the sound, the music is incredible. Oh, yeah. With the, the sound. Um, I believe it was a, a glove. I think it was a leather glove on a uh, double bass or a cello. And doing a... Ring, 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 ring. Oh, I, yes. I believe that's how it was. It was something like that. And just just not even that. Just the music in the whole film in general is very intense. Oh, yeah. And I think it's, that can carry someone's attention throughout the film. Yeah. It's also... This is completely just an interesting bit of knowledge bit of horror knowledge even if you're not even if you're going to listen to this and go you know what i don't want to watch any horror films 
use this at a party. Psycho was the very first US film of all time that featured a working toilet. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the first film where you hear and you see a toilet being flushed. And I when I first heard that, I'm like, that is amazing. A horror yeah. film was the very first ever film to have a working toilet. It is great. So if you're say, a plumber and a fan of toilets, yeah. then this film is for you. Yeah. When you next go to your next plumbing I don't know, award <laughs> show or something, bring out this fact. It's great. I would say that, again, the issue with bringing this to maybe a modern horror starter mm. is it's also it's it's black and white, but it's also about an hour 49. So it's a long film. That's a short film. Yeah, for back in the day. That is a short film day. for modern times, though. Oh, yeah. I think modern times you're looking at a good two two hours at the minimum is a maybe two and I a mean, half. Even kids' films nowadays getting long. I mean, like I said, I saw Sonic Two a few weeks ago. It's like two hours ten minutes, and I was like, yeah. "This is a lot." I mean, this is predominantly to kids, but I'm like, even I'm sitting there going, "Oh God, I want to." You know, I've got other things I got to do in my day. Yeah, but, I think uh, yeah, I think Psycho is a great starter. Oh yeah, it's 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 fantastic. We have a slasher. We have a yep. slasher in the mix. I had one more slasher. Oh, okay. A bit more modern. But I think okay. Okay. you could show someone Scream. Oh, yes. And I think from our discussion back on episode two, yeah. where we did the Scream franchise, go back really? and listen to that. I think Scream is a, is quite violent. Can be is is quite violent. I wouldn't say gory, it but it's violent. bloody. The, the The first moment is gory. The first scene. Oh is yeah, gory. pretty. Intense. If you can get past that first opening terrifying scene, I think you're good for the rest of the film. Yeah, because Scream is is a it was designed to be a a parody of slashers. It's yes. got to be said. He, Wes Craven, he was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna. I've been asked to direct this film. Oh no, he wrote it actually. Sorry. And he did. He was like, you know what? I'm just going to take the Mickey slightly out of previous horror films. And he did so with like the trivia. Yeah. But it, yeah, when you look at it, it's not actually as violent as a Friday the 13th film or a Nightmare on Elm Street film. It's not as violent as them. No, they don't try to go out of the way to get unique kills every time. There, there are different kills, no. but it's not like I'm going to shove this guy's head into a tree and crush it. Yeah. That's that guy, how, that's how he dies. Now, someone else has to die differently. It's one killer and a knife. He may use the oh, yeah. odd other, I don't know, item around him, but it's normally a, a stabby. A stabby, stab, 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 stab. Yeah. I, I think I think oh, Scream, yeah. if you would go down the slasher route, I think I, I would go Scream. If I had to choose slashers to introduce someone, I would go yeah. Scream rather than choosing something like Black Christmas, The Burning. Yeah. Friday the 13th or Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I really think they would be too much of a slow burn to a newer yeah. a new I... a brand new audience especially young teens nowadays right now young teens oh yeah you you, throw, you show them Black Christmas or Friday the 13th they're going to be so bored they're going to be so yeah, I bored almost, I almost chose the Texas Chainsaw Massacre the original one as my slasher because of the way that it builds up and actually, when you look at it, there's not, again, there's not too much gore in it. It's there's very, none. it's, it's very gore light. But then I didn't, because at the same time, I was like, 
the issue is it's like you said it's grabbing the attention of someone people these days have a very low attention span they do it's they need uh, unfortunately we live in an age especially for if someone you know of a teen kind of the teen years now everything is you know you need it at your hands it's like oh i have everything right here i need it now whereas That's what I was saying we earlier. back in the early yeah. like the 90s and the 2000s we were like oh i have to wait 10 minutes for my internet to load up and by that time you're like eh, i'm gonna go do something else because it was like right i'm not gonna sit and wait for this you know life is happening elsewhere so i'm gonna do it whereas right now you like you said earlier it's like the texas chainsaw massacre because it does take about 40 minutes before anything burn. kicks in yeah. to probably a modern audience now they're like i'm just gonna look up when this gets going you're like uh okay i've read the plot you know what turn it over whereas back with us you you'd have waited so long you've been so hyped to watch a film like that oh yeah you you may have seen a trailer for it or a poster that's all you really would have seen you wouldn't have seen clips on a tiktok you wouldn't have seen no, a bloody disgusting review so you'd be so it may be a 40 minute slow burn but you'd still be intense going what's happening what's going to happen is something going to happen yeah. soon and that, um, yeah. that plays into the, the word of mouth that we had to go on mm. because you keep hearing about it. And the more we heard about these films, the more we were like, can you please stop talking about it? I, ha- I have to see this. Yeah. Usually, again, it was the Friday night or the Saturday night. You'd bugged your parents. Yeah. And it was like, look, please take me down to Blockbuster tonight. I'll do all the chores in the house. Just please rent me that film so I can watch yeah. it because they have talked about it nonstop at school or wherever. And if I wait another week, I'm going to go mad. I have to see this film now. And it would, it would build up the excitement in our minds because we couldn't just go on a phone and be like, right, just tell me what it is. And to be fair, because the internet was quite new then, you know, we probably didn't have things like Wikipedia at the time anyway. So, you know, Mm. not that it would have mattered, but yeah, there were such better times. But Scream Scream is quite a constant all the way through. There's not really, yeah, there's there's obviously downtime in every single film there is ever made. Yeah. But it's not a significant period of downtime. It goes up, it no. goes down, it goes up, it goes down. So it's, it's quite a nice middle ground all the way through. Mm. It's a nice whodunit murder mystery as well. I think, yes, yeah, so I think that would be the other, if I was to choose a slasher. Did, I mean, was it was Psycho, because you said you did, you did it different to me. You did so, the genres. Was, was yeah. slasher so, in there? So, I did the, so the genre of topics that I have, the headings I have is, was gore and disturbing, which... We've kind of we've kind of covered, um, obviously within those so within the gore and disturbing. I don't think we'll go back to this one now because we've kind of put it to rest. You have things like the torture, torture porn. I don't know why they call it torture porn. It's a really weird mm. title. It's like, well, I wouldn't sit there and you know enjoy this as if you know. Anyway, moving on from that because that's probably that's a whole other question. But the fact it's called torture porn is a really weird name. It's torture horror, as you know, it probably should be called. You then have the splatter genre. Which again, you have things like Battle Royale, which is a great Japanese horror film. It's oh, it's such a good film. And then you have I Spit on Your Grave, which is kind of yeah, the rape revenge type of not gore maybe. Would you but... class Battle Royale as a splatter? If you, I mean, splatter. You're are you in? Um, I think insinuating it's, it's like a gore more, fest. Yeah, it's a bit. Cause... Have you seen Battle Battle Royale? Of course, is... of course I've seen Battle yeah. Royale. But I if I was, I wouldn't there, call it gory in comparison to say Dead Alive or Day of the I Dead. I think that's probably why they've put it in the splatter genre because I think they? these are broad. This is this is the no film school within their yeah. horror kind of section. Mm. I think they they're doing like broad terms, but then within the gore disturbing, it's interesting because this is also where they put cannibal films, and 
mm, whilst on the one hand, things like Cannibal Holocaust, yeah, it is pretty disturbing. I think that's fair. And then, of course, you have Extreme, where literally you have a Serbian film and Necromantic, which, if you yeah. are new to horror, do not watch either of those two films, because I've seen... I've seen a Serbian film. I I hated it. I was thoroughly disgusted at my what happened in that film. And I I've read now. I will admit I have read about Necromantic. It's a German horror film, and it is pretty nasty. Even for extreme films, it's very nasty. And the things they did in it, oh, it's just horrible. It's nasty. But then it goes back to all these films you're pretty much describing the ones we wouldn't introduce people to. True, you wouldn't. You is, wouldn't I, say. To people to 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 go and watch would, that as your first yeah. horror film i would say that the only slight gore maybe film i would recommend is again it's probably the saw one just because it's it's not gore heavy but it's it's kind of a nice stepping stone into it it's well, not gonna have you thrust into like hostile realms of torture i agree i agree with that it, it, i mm. completely agree it's that yeah, you don't need to see the rest of the franchise. I mean, you can if if you get into it. But I think Saw is a oh, great intro to that. The one gory film I had on my list that I think yep. people, especially British people, yeah, clue oh, okay. for you there, especially British people oh. could enjoy if you're new to horror and sort of embrace the gore, but at the same time just let it slide. Why do I think I know what this film is? Just, just let it slide. What do you think? What do you think of it? I'm thinking. Is this Shaun of the Dead? It is Shaun of the Dead. It is. I knew it was because yeah. it has. It, it's a, it's a horror comedy, but yeah. it's not a goofy horror right. comedy. It's, it's a simple story. A zombie apocalypse is happening, but there, it's, it's yeah. a, there is a there is an excessive amount of gore in certain parts of the film, but I <laughs> think at certain points you can let the gore slide because of how well written it is how well yeah. acted it is that the, the comedy is very very light very subtle and i, I the think gore's, most yeah, of the gore yeah. happens in a comedy kind of way yes so, so when you've got I the think bit it's in, not so ugh. yeah that's a good one actually that's a good one i'm surprised i didn't think of that one because it's like the bit with the uh was it the duke the queen and the, the queen song and the bar yeah it's, yeah it's a little bit it's not it's not over the top violence but at the same time it's kind of slapstick Dylan Moran, Dylan Moran gets uh, like gutted. Yeah. Oh yes, that is yeah. There, oh yeah, there is that bit. Yeah, it's that's a good one actually. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead. That's a good intro into. I would say watch Shaun of the Dead first, and then maybe move into Saw. Because at that point in time, you may be used to seeing the intestines coming yes. out of someone. There, there's always a, there's a line. Um, I can't remember what part, but it is in the film where they're they're again a bit scared of the zombies. It's like, oh, he's got an arm off. Oh, it, yes. it's, it's a it's a line like that oh. where oh my god there's a a zombie with a arm hanging off and his flesh is hanging off but he makes light of it by going oh he's got an yeah. arm off in a comedy way so you you could kind of be like ooh you're kind of like instead of you're going yeah you're going that's gross instead of going yeah oh that's disgusting oh, oh no oh yep. this is horrible it, it yeah that's a good one kind that's of ease you I... in a bit. I do have to admit, I saw, I think Shaun of the Dead was one of the first zombie films I did watch. Yeah. And I kid you not, it actually did give me nightmares. I had nightmares about zombies. And I, I really, it really threw me through a loop for a bit. Because I didn't like the idea of someone coming and eating my, you know, ripping me to pieces. And it terrified yeah. me. I can't, I don't remember why, but 
I think my brain eventually twigged and it was like, okay, zombies aren't real. It's a yeah. comedy. And I had this weird dream that I was in the Shaun of the Dead like universe, but the zombies were all nice. And they went, you know what? We're, we're all nice. It's all right. And I had like cups of tea with these Shaun of the Dead zombies. And I, it was three. It was one of the nicest dreams I ever had. But it's like, I think that's, again, it's a great, because I hadn't been used to gore at that point in time. Or seeing, like you said, the intestines kind of being ripped mm. out of Dinner Moran. Mm. And to my brain, it, it stuck with it. And it was like, oh my God, this is, this is terrifying. This is disturbing. But then over time, and obviously when I started watching more kind of like the Saw films, I was like, ha ha, that is nothing compared yeah. to this. Yeah. And you build up that tolerance. Yes, you do. That's exactly it. You build up the tolerance. I also yeah. believe it's out of zombie films. So, so we've got the gore factor, but the zombie films... I'd go straight with that rather than the Romero series. So, for instance, yeah. Night of yeah. the Living Dead, the original, oh. slow burn. I don't think a a new no. a, a person new to horror would appreciate it. Same with the original Dawn of the Dead. Very quite a slow burn. It's a gory film towards the end, but slow burn. Oh, yeah. And it's more about the symbolism that film. Day of I the Dead oh, yeah. is a gory film, and it's quite a serious film. Shaun of the Dead is the other spectrum to that. Yeah, uh, and that goes for the remakes of these uh, all three of those films. Although the remake of Night of the Living Dead, Tom Savini's uh, director, one in I think 1990, that one I mm. think you could give a pass to people because it's not that gory. Yeah, maybe. It's not that gory. The zombie makeup is okay. It's quite mediocre. It's not as bad as Dawn of the Dead. It's quite mediocre. It's not as horrific yeah. zombie. It, I say it's not that gory. I don't think there's any like guts or it's just blood there's no guts or li severed limbs but it has um how describe this what we described earlier say if you have if you personally have a problem with ghosts or you personally have a problem with home oh, invasion, a phobia a phobia then you might yeah. find certain horror films tough to watch if you have yeah. a phobia of say claustrophobia this whole oh. film they're set in a house and they can't escape anyway because the zombies have surrounded them. I feel like you'd yeah. feel quite claustrophobic with that. Yeah. You'd feel so I think out of zombie in. films, this this would be the way to go if you were like, oh, this is zombie. I've heard of zombie films. I'd quite like to check one out. I think that's the way to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good way to go. Obviously, you have kind of going on a, like a little bit of a dip dive. Within the zombie genre, you could also, I think you've got the two main kind of zombie genres. You have undead which let's face it everyone knows about mm. or you have like the virus version yes so 28 the two, days later the, yeah 28 days later resident evil although you know, they're a bit hit and miss those films well one and two resident evil apocalypse are probably the two best ones the rest of them are just not you that could great. probably get away with introducing a, a fan of video games doesn't matter yes, doesn't could. matter if they're a resident evil video game fan if they're just a fan of video games they would know of the the game franchise resident evil you could say check out the first one because they wouldn't yeah. at least know the law and they wouldn't be going hang on a minute this doesn't line up because the films don't line up but no, they yeah. they might they might appreciate a bit more so oh yeah that's a that's a good idea just yeah. the first one though yeah just 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 watch the first one that's that's all you need to go now okay you, I assume, I, I feel like yep. another one, we may have got the same. I feel like you must have a quote-unquote monster film in your pick. Yes, I don't think it's the same film. However, I have I two. Do... I have two. Oh, do you? Yeah. I, well, I could recommend two, yeah. but the first one, it's a bit tricky. The second one I had is probably more of a 
more in the lines of kind of horror. Yeah. So basically, when I was researching this, obviously within like the monster kind of genre, obviously we won't go back into like the zombies because let's face it, the zombies are the main ones that kind of everywhere now. Obviously within there, you have things like the vampires. Obviously the main one is Dracula. You have the werewolves. You have the mythological monsters. You have the classic monsters. And then, of course, you have the giant monsters. You have so many. Also, you have small monsters and sci-fi and aliens. Monst- yeah, monster. Quite- that's the, there. We go. That I was. I was hoping yeah. you'd bring up sci-fi and aliens because monster can mean anything, beast or creature, anything non-human. Oh, yeah. Really. So now, I I must admit, this one kind of. Eh, I was a bit tricky with this one because I was trying to work out what to put for kind of the monster thing and i had two so obviously the first one i came up with that i was going to recommend was actually godzilla which is interesting because technically it's not horror but it falls within that kind of monster type film yeah and the only reason i would say is it would be to watch the first godzilla the 1954 godzilla because it is, it covers a pretty hor- horrifying subject. Mm, it, well, so yes. In 1954, yeah. Japan was recovering from World War II. They just had these two nuclear bombs dropped on their, their country. It devastated their country to pieces. And Godzilla was created to emphasize nuclear danger and nuclear horror, which is why when he comes out, he's got the big nuclear powers. He's this giant mutated lizard i think they i think he's a lizard i don't know what he is big giant monster and it does it's this is what happens if you let nuclear powers and nuclear weapons run amok Mm. and back then especially to a a world that was like almost literally not even 10 years prior witnessed these two bombs devastating japan would have been like oh my god could you imagine if that's what happens if we dropped a nuclear bomb on yeah, I don't know, a lizard, and it grew to this giant thing and then wrecked the world. Mm. So I would say the 1954 one is, yeah, is a pretty good, met- pretty, not horror-ish, but it's, it's in there. Unfortunately, the later films, you know, they, they're more action-adventure because, let's face it, people love Godzilla now. You know, they, they enjoy seeing him destroy cities. Do you, feel, a- do you feel Godzilla would transition well to a modern-day audience? That 1954... Godzilla being watched, one, being watched for the first time by a modern day audience who are new to the horror genre. Do you reckon that would transition? See, I would potentially say in a way it would and a way it wouldn't. So obviously it was it's a black and white film. Mm. So again, it probably wouldn't appeal to a lot of audiences nowadays because they're a lot like, of well, stop want... motion and uh, yes, animatronic and effects. I go and... And the guy in the so suit. to them, yeah. they probably like oh, I can I can tell it's not that good. Yeah, which you know obviously that is just that's just the curse of time. You know, yeah. The older, the further back you go, like Jason and the Argonauts, the film that it you could it was live action, but you could tell he was fighting stop motion skeletons. And when you watch it now, you're like I can tell that it's very obvious. But yeah. back then they were like oh, oh my god they've got animated how are they doing this? It would have you know it would have probably you know made them feel quite you know surprised at what they were seeing but i would also say it could resonate quite well with a modern audience because let's face it we've got wars going off left right and center mm. and there's always this thing it's like oh every country's got nuclear bombs they could mm. literally nuke us all to pieces 
So actually, to watch the original Godzilla film, it was like, oh, yes, this monster was created using nuclear bombs. To a modern audience, they were like, I wonder if that would actually happen. Could that actually happen? I don't know. The the nuke aspect is the the topical part of it, really. I guess the modern topical part. Yeah. That will, I think, resonate with everyone, especially right now. But um, I think that's the thing people can take away from it. Yeah, I... I would say, yeah, so I would say it wouldn't, wouldn't. I mean, Godzilla is the king of monsters, let's be honest. You know, he's he's probably the monster up next to King Kong, I would say, that if you were to say, look, name me a monster in film, they're either going to say Godzilla or King Kong. It's going to be one of the two. Hopefully it's Godzilla because, you know, he is better. But the monster film that I was going to recommend, especially for a first time horror one, is actually Gremlins. And I was surprised when I chose this one because it's yeah. a horror comedy that's a great shout it's, yeah it's not too violent there's some there's some violent moments in it because obviously the gremlins are mischievous that's a, and that's a great know, shout yeah slightly dangerous you know they are a bit deadly especially yeah. after they you know get out and loosen about but it's it's really well balanced with the comedy because it is yeah. a horror comedy yeah same and, as the Shaun of the dead aspect yeah exactly yeah. it you can watch it and there'll be moments where you're like, oh, that's, you know, if it was a straightforward horror thing, you're probably like, oh, I don't want to watch this anymore. That's that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the gremlin kills that they do are done in a slightly silly way. Mm. So I think there's an example where they electrocute some woman, but the gremlins do it in a really kind of like Looney Tunes kind of way. So you're watching it like, oh, dear, but you're not overtly disgusted by it. That's, a, that's I, a brilliant that's, shout. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it gave us. I think I can't remember the three golden rules. It was like, oh, the guy. Don't, the, don't feed it the, after um, midnight. Don't feed it after midnight. Don't, don't get, get it wet. Water, don't get it wet. Don't expose it to sunlight. The three golden rules of looking after a mogwai yeah. if you don't want it to become a gremlin. And I would definitely recommend Gremlins for anyone who's a first-time horror monster watcher. Yeah, for sure. Because it's it's just an easy watch. It's not going to overtly turn you off, but you might actually have a bit of a laugh whilst you're watching it. And you've got the and competent sequel as well. Exactly. You have Gremlins 2, the new batch. I yeah. actually have that. I'm, I need to watch that. I've been meaning to watch it for donkey's ages. It's fantastic. And the Gremlins franchise is interesting because it's, unfortunately, it's one of these horror genre franchises that's not had the best run in the cinemas. Because the first Gremlins came out in, I believe it was 1984. So quite a long time ago now. The sequel was then released six years later. So Mm. a bit of a gap in 1990. And Gremlins 3, as of right now, it's still been waiting to be released for about 32 years. Yeah. Because they they just can't seem to get it to work. It's in production hell, right? Well, apparently it's moving again. Chris Columbus said it's moving again. Right. And he turned around and said, oh, it's going to be a lot more dark. It's going to be very twisted, very dark compared to the first two. And when I read that, I was like, it might be interesting. But then I thought, don't get rid of the comedy because that's kind of what made it great, especially in Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2 were kind of like, you know what? Eh, let's just take the piss out of Hollywood. And they, they really did. Mm. They absolutely mm. satired Hollywood, yeah. which is, is quite funny, I've got to admit. And yeah, it's... It's a nice, balanced, dark horror comedy that you'll probably afterwards, you'll wish you had a Mogwai, probably, because they are very cute, let's be honest. Uh, but you do not want a Gremlin. Furby. 
<laughs> yeah, it's also it's also kind of a mythological mythical creatures thing yeah. because during World War Two. <laughs> A lot of British Air Force pilots kept saying that their planes kept experiencing random malfunctions, which they which they blamed on something called a gremlin, which is where the phrase gremlins kind of came from. Interesting. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Now, and I looked up like, oh, cool. I'm, I'm surprised. You did a great pick with gremlins. I didn't think of gremlins. Oh. The two I thought of, <clears throat> yeah. which I am surprised you didn't come up with. Oh, no. Although one I am thinking... Maybe not so much now. Are two of your favorite films of all time? Now, yes. So I did think of them, but I thought they might be too intense. Well, one, one most certainly. I'm, we're talking Alien here. Oh, so good. I, I think you're right. I think now you just said that. Alien is a very intense film. Yes. And... Yeah, that's a tough one actually. Now I think about it. If uh, let right scenario S- 17 16 17 between 16 18 year old kid <clears throat> interested yeah. in film hasn't really watched anything too scary. Maybe watch a TV show, maybe maybe watch The Walking Dead or something, you know. Yeah. I still think I think if you showed the alien but no phone down, lights off, big mm-hmm. t- big screen TV I think the intensity would be there still. I think oh, yeah. they'd still capture it. That that was my idea for the monster in space. But then again, yeah, I cool. think that would be better than showing them Jaws. I don't know how well Jaws... Again, would, I was thinking of Jaws. But... I don't know how well Jaws would um, line up for a younger audience these days. Maybe it's... not so much a younger... If I think if you show Jaws to, say, someone our age, um, yeah. who was new to horror, I think they can enjoy it as a movie. As a, as a normal yeah, movie, yeah. but with that, oh, that terrifying aspect of the shark. Now, I I did have those, those two were, I did consider them for the monster kind of horror uh, films. Mm. But when the more I thought about it, I was like, oh yeah, we could, we could do Jaws. And then I thought, well, I found Jaws terrifying because I, it stuck in my mind. And I, I had a fear that any, even if I went swimming in a swimming yeah. pool, it's like there's going to be a shark in there, and it it stuck with me. Yeah. But to someone who's like, I'm not scared of sharks, so eh, it's very specific. It's terrifying. Very specific. It, again, it is. It's a very specific type of phobia. Now, I don't have a phobia of sharks, but I was just terrified that a shark was in the swimming pool. If it was a monster, an- if it was the, sorry, if it was the xenomorph in the water, yeah, then that's different because that means you could be scared of the water because a xenomorph isn't real. You're just scared well, of the open water. Plus, there is that great scene in uh, Alien 2 where the little girl falls into the the, the water yes, pipe Newt, and Newt. it just rises out. You're like, yeah. oh, my God, it's in there. Because it's unknown. But, yeah, exactly. And I, to be fair, I would say Alien, like you said, would have the intensity. Yeah. Purely because we have people like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, who are sitting there going, look, we're getting closer and closer to getting into space mm. and seeing what's out there. And again, that's why I think Alien kind of gripped the world was because it was just after the space, the, not space race. Yeah, we are actually after the space race. So we were starting to you know, explore space a bit more, especially yeah. looking out. And it was like, oh, my God, what is actually out there? Because to us, we're like, hey, you know, be cool to me an alien. I was like, hi, how are you doing? Yeah. But actually, like, no, there could be things like this out there 
that are like, I don't care what you are. I'm just going to kill you. And actually, I I think that's what worked for me, what made me really love it is the fact that it's like, yes, when we get into space, we might quickly find that we are not the dominant species. Yeah. And there is something out there that's like, ha, huh, to me, you are an ant and I'm now going to stand on you. So I would. Yeah, I know. It's, I don't know why I threw that reference in there. So I, <laughs> I was going to recommend Alien and Jaws, but then I thought, unless you're afraid of sharks, you're not going to find Jaws scary. Agreed. And Agreed. Alien, especially some of the kills that they do in Alien, are quite nasty. Although the, the chestburster yeah. scene is just poor cinematic history right there. Yeah, but that it could, might be a bit too much. That could elicit the emotion of, oh God, yeah. oh, oh no, what is that? Also oh, with God. the uh, like the face hugger. See, I I was terrified yeah. there was a face hugger everywhere, and it yeah. really put me off. Are you so, scared I mean, of spiders I'm, and hate that? Yeah, yeah. If you hate, if you don't like spiders, you're probably not going to like the face hugger. Yeah, and. I'm I'm quite lucky because I was you know I enjoyed horror so I I kept going right I got to watch more, yeah. but to someone who is maybe has an aversion to horror that is like you said trying to get into it they might be like nope you know what I'm done nope I don't want to see this anymore. Um, I was tempted to recommend Event Horizon, but I thought no that is just you have to be very comfortable with no, horror to watch it's that. It's not, not an introduction to the horror. No, genre, it's really I don't not. Think. No, that's a that's a very psychological. I don't know what you describe that. That's a, it's a genres in itself. You mentioned psychological. Yes, uh, that's a good segue. I think another great intro into horror would be Silence of the Lambs. Yes, we had the same film. Yes, it's a criminal. It's a it's a major crime story. Oh yeah, it's with huge. a psych a massive psychological horror impact throughout the whole film. Yeah. And you have incredible acting. It goes without saying, Jodie Foster, Anthony Hopkins. They were just. Um, I can't remember who plays um, Billy. Billy Ray. Uh, oh, oh, I know who that is. It's um, Buffalo Bill, isn't it? Buffalo Bill, Billy Ray. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, not Billy Ray. Buffalo Bill, well, not Billy it's Ray Cyrus. Famous, yeah, it's quite a famous. No, I don't want Buffalo Bill. Um, <laughs> not the football. Not the American football team. No, uh, Buffalo Bill. Fictional character, Buffalo Bill. I can't remember. It's quite a famous actor, if I remember rightly. It was played by... Who played him? Not... Oh, apparently he's also called James Gum. Science of the Lambs film. No, no, no. Who played him? Oh, does it not actually say... Play? Oh, Ted Levine. There you go. Ted Levine. Okay, okay. That's who yeah. played him. So it's it's a great cast. Incredible acting. And oh, yeah. I think a, even a someone new into horror at our age or even older, a young a young teen, young adult or a late teens would enjoy Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, they would. They really would. It's. I can't think of many other. I mean, you've got films like Seven, which is a bit of a psychological film. Great. Seven could work. It's a great idea. I didn't think but, of Seven. Yeah. But the problem is. The Silence of the Lambs is just, it's one of the greatest psychological films of all time. And you, it's one of those films, I mean, I remember hearing about it when I was a kid. And my parents had seen it. They'd seen The Silence of the Lambs. Same. And I think they may have read the book. Yeah. And I heard about this. I was like, oh, there's a, there's a film that kind of called The Silence of the Lambs. Can I watch it? And my mum was like, no, you are not watching this film under any circumstances. Yeah. I was like, but they're, they're talking about it. And my mum was like, 
you are not watching this film until you're 18. I'm not letting you see it. And no matter what I did, I, I don't actually think I saw this until I was in my 20s hmm. because the, it was, it's, it's not too violent. Let's just state that. It's not too violent. No. But it's the, the subject matter that they discuss. That's the horror aspect of it. Is hmm. very disturbing, especially hmm. from Hannibal Lecter. Hmm. I mean, Anthony Hopkins just stole the show as Hannibal. He is just creepy as anything. But yeah, yeah my mum was like, if you watch this before you're old enough to process it, you're going to be messed up. Yeah. And I'm probably quite glad I didn't because after when I first saw it for the first time, I was sitting, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just, this is amazing. Horror and, doesn't have to be a, a man in a mask, a person in a mask no. with a, a, a weapon going around killing people one by one. It's the exactly. context of this film, which is the horrific aspect of it, how it, all the way yeah. through. The, the Science of the Lambs, it's more of one of those more realistic horrors mm. because mm. it shows the depths that humankind can just be horrible to one another. Mm. I mean, for lack of a better... So Hannibal Lecter, it's, it's a great plot. It's Buffalo Bill. I, I think that's his killer, yeah. Serial killer Buffalo Bill. He's out there. He's kidnapping women and he's killing them. Jodie Foster plays Clarice Starling, who's trying to track him down. And no matter what she does, she just cannot get hold of him. Yeah. So she has to ask Hannibal Lecter, a cannibalistic serial killer, for help. And the mind games he plays with her, you can just see this poor FBI detective going, would you just please tell me where to find him? And he's like, I will, Clarice, but first you have to... Yeah, you're like, just, just tell her, for God's sake, please. And Even he doesn't I, blink. He doesn't blink the whole time. I don't know. I think someone asked him if he based it on like real people. He went, no, I didn't. It's just, I, you know, I thought it'd be better if he didn't blink. And it it works because it's the little touches, little touches that you can add yourself to your own. I I guess your own serial killer. You can. Oh yeah. Be be creative with it. This is also one of the very few horror films that have actually won Academy Awards. Yes, horror did. rarely wins Academy Awards. Mm. People, they, I don't know why they don't seem to like horror films. No, it has reason, to be period is... dramas or dramas to win. Yeah, it's a bit of a yeah, show. Academy they, Awards they are bullshit anyway. Own, so. Yeah, they need to set up their own Academy Horror Awards and just have it for horror because they'll be great. Yeah. Oh yeah, Science of the Lambs. It's. It's. I wouldn't say it's. I mean, again, it's great because it can. It does cross genres. So it yes. It's a it's a slasher film, in a way. In but it's a also, way. in a way, it's a slasher film. It's psycholo- It's a psychological horror film as well. It's a crime. I would drama. say it's more psychological. It's also a crime one. Yes. Is it? I mean, I wouldn't say it's madness or paranoia to an extent, but Clary Starring does seem to go a little bit insane. Um, I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, I know. If you're dealing. <laughs> Plus the sequels after that, like. Is it Hannibal? I can't remember what the sequel. Hannibal. Hannibal was set after um, Science of the Lambs. Then Red Dragon was the was before. before Science of the Lambs. Then there and then was you had actually, Hannibal. No, Han- Hannibal was before. Hannibal was the film released after Science of the Lambs. Yeah, which was set after Science of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Then the Red Dragon was released after Hannibal, but it was set before the lambs silence then you yeah. also had hannibal rising which was a shitty prequel of the young i think i saw that one you don't need to and there was Dark. also the first film it actually got released was called um manhunter oh yes yes with brian cox 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't get talked oh, about yeah. as much, but Science no. of the Labs in the story is is the main, the first one to get a major release and major no, attention. Yeah, because they did handle the TV series, which kind of expanded uh, well, TV series his, as well, um, which is great. His yeah. backstory, I believe it's his backstory. Mads Mikkelsen uh, starred as Hannibal in that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm I am quite glad that we both got Science we, of the Labs because oh it is. God, we could do a second episode on TV shows to watch you if you were getting into horror. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even talked yeah, about I, TV. I can't really think of any other psychological horror films that I would I would recommend to someone. I mean, yes, you have films like Seven, but it it's when you see Science of the Lambs, you most people agree it's like no, that is the definitive like psychological film. It's just done so well. I have and the one casting more. is almost perfect. Oh, you have I one have, more. I have oh. one more that I possibly Ooh. add. It's a Stephen King film. Oh, okay. And uh, it's Misery. Have you ever oh, seen yes. Misery? Yep. Oh, that is good. Misery is oh, an incredibly is intense psychological yeah. horror all the way through. Um, very simple story about a fanatic, um, a fanatic uh, fiction. bookworm, uh, book, uh, yeah, bookworm, bookworm who basically is not happy with how her or the author she adores so much is um if i'm yeah, right, right he, about how, how the story is going in his book series so yeah so she's well she's happy with the books but then she wasn't happy when he announced he was killing her that was the fictional yeah, character that was she didn't yeah. like that yeah so he she she's basically kidnapped him and uh got yeah. him writing rewriting the story as to how she wants it to be and you dirty birdie it's intense all the way through and i i think that's really a, that would be a great one for this to i know to. i know that they the original they i think they had to cut or redo a couple of scenes because i mean there's a great scene in the film it's it's the sledgehammer scene oh yes but brutal in the book it's way worse it's horrible what she does to him in the book i don't want to ruin it because if you want to read the book it's great but she does not use a she does not use a sledgehammer shall yeah. we say i mean in the book she cripples him yeah. permanently and uh, i mean to be fair the sledgehammer scene when i watched the first time you do shudder it's brutal you, the sounds you hear you're just like oh my god that again, has got to hurt it's not gory but it's no. violent it's it's, it's it's very violent and there's a difference between gore and violent a lot a lot of people might yes. find gore might be able to take gore more than they can take violence like that that is interesting i yeah it's because i my my missus she likes watching things like casualty and bits and pieces she can she's like oh, i can watch it anytime but then she doesn't like the look of someone like you know when you're kind of like wobbling a teeth out yeah no, she I, sees I, like I, she's I, like oh no don't do that and it's like you can literally watch someone having like a piece of rebar pulled out of them, but the sight of someone wiggling their tooth for her is like. As a film, interesting how that happens. Oh yeah, no, that was. Sorry, a film called Waz W A Z. That's a that's another crime, murder crime, horror. I would say just simplify it. But there's a there's a horrible torture in that of someone having a nail hammered underneath their nail just it's just underneath your fingernail but oh, i've got a splinter underneath my nail and that yeah. hurt the thought of something so simple as that is terrifying oh. compared to seeing someone's intestines fall out of their body 
Oh god, that is that's actually made me fun. Yeah, it's chilly. it's horrible, it? it's I think to be fair, that's also one of the most painful I mean, like I said, I've got a splinter under my fingernail before. Yeah. And it hurts so much. So Ooh, no, that's made me feel quite queasy. I don't know, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll link you that film later on out, oh, yeah, outside thanks. of the podcast so you yeah. can watch it. It's good. It's got um uh Scar one of the Scars guards. Um Oh, nice. The the dad. I can't. I got out of the Scarsgard family. The of Scarsgard. Yeah, he. It's it's ah, good. It's good. Okay. Good film. Yeah, I think you'll like. It. So yeah, you have one more. Did you say? I do. I I have one more, and this is this is in the paranormal okay. type of field. Now, okay. I'm going to be honest. I. Paranormal is not really my kind of horror film. I don't Ditto. really find it scary. Surprisingly, I believe in ghosts, but I don't find paranormal films scary. They just well, I mean, apart from Event Horizon. <laughs> Event Horizon is is all right. Is the one exception to the rule. It it terrifies me, and I don't know. But that's that's for a whole other mess of reasons. Event Horizon is just balls to the wall weird. Yep. But in general, I watch a film. Uh, no, I like The Grudge. All right, the grudge did do it a little bit until I realized it was a rubbish film. Mm-hmm. But this is when I was thinking about recommending a paranormal film to a new a new horror beginner. Mm-hmm. There was only one film that really came to mind, and it was released in 1971 first as a novel by William Peter Blatty and then made into a film only 2 years later. Oh, Exorcist. So exactly, The Exorcist. Yeah. It's got to be hands down one of the greatest paranormal films of all time. It is. Purely, you think people would enjoy The Exorcist as, as an intro? Well, <laughs> as an intro, because it's not like balls to like really shoving stuff it's in your not. face. That's well, an extreme right, film. That got banned, <laughs> man. <laughs> exactly. Well, at the time it did, but if you were to watch it now, compared to some films that come out now, it's probably not that bad if you think about it. All right, maybe okay, maybe I'm, I don't know I'm about that. Completely wrong here. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but I, it was like I said, it was tricky when I was trying to think of this because I was like, well, you have films like Paranormal Activity, but then I thought, well, when I saw that for the first time, it was you know, it's, it was toted as one of the most scariest paranormal films, and I was like, that's where you, that's really, where they fail. Yeah, really boring. It's nothing's happening, and I'm like, I know that's all special effects. It's boring. I mean. To be fair, you can have films like Poltergeist. Actually, Poltergeist might have been better. Poltergeist I think was good. Poltergeist, because it, yeah, it could. Well, it's a, a film. It's a Spielberg film, or is it Toby Hooper? Yes. Uh, no, I don't think it was. To- Didn't they? They were working on something at I mean, the same were, time. Yeah. But I think Poltergeist, Poltergeist. I think Poltergeist, and if you're going paranormal, I feel like that would. Okay. Uh, I'm just. I'm just thinking uh, that the two. The two. So, categories we've got of say a young adult getting into horror yeah. or someone completely new how long would they stick with exorcist for but before either going actually how long i can't know this is this is this is too much for me i mean yeah that is a good point how long is the exorcist what's this runtime i'm curious to see this now because i don't think it's that long of a film oh it's really long okay yeah no oh, wow that's long <laughs> It's two hours twelve minutes. That's a long runtime. Oh no, I well, may have I may have again, misjudged this. 
not for a modern day audience two hours is 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 fine yeah exactly that's yeah so probably if you were looking at a yeah runtime two hours 12 minutes yeah for now mm. we're probably used to that back in the day in 1973 two hours 12 minutes was like most films are only about an hour and 15 minutes it's like this is a very long film what i mean i probably the reason why i would have recommended this is it introduces some of the the now common themes in paranormal films it introduced everyone to the well maybe not introduced i mean it's a paranormal film about things like possessions exorcisms which have been around so long as there have been churches yeah. and yeah demon you know things like that again it was similar to psycho it's it's the foundation laying of the paranormal genre which films later on especially things like i don't know insidious maybe not poltergeist to a degree poltergeist is kind of more ghostly type thing it's but then films like <laughs> it is poltergeist you have films like <laughs> the amityville horror the conjuring insidious yeah. paranormal activity they all kind of took things from the exorcist because they were like oh okay that was a great formula how do we make it better and i yeah plus reagan is just absolutely fantastic in this film mm. as the found possessed girl linda yeah. blair who ironically would later go on to then parody her own role which i thought was just a fantastic thing plus it is also apparently one of the most cursed films of all time it is have you seen have you so seen the cursed have, have you seen the cursed i'm watching that now i've started oh, watching it cursed yeah. films on shudder is fantastic the uh, second season they... start has started now i think actually yes yeah, yeah i saw the advertiser yeah. i know first that... season's great there's a scene in it. I come. There's a scene where Reagan something's going on, and she's like, she's basically getting flipped up and down on the bed, and the rig that she was on malfunctioned, yeah. and it launched her across the room. And uh, she no, that was severely... her mum. That was her oh, mum. Was her mum? They launched her oh. across the room and hit her head. Yeah. You you what, should watch yeah. the the all the actual um, behind the scenes features on that because they destroyed the cast on that film. They oh, were yeah, brutal they, I, to them. I know that they a lot of them didn't did not enjoy filming that because they were like it's horrific conditions but yeah. back in 1973 conditions and health and safety were was pretty much non-existent yeah. it was like we're gonna film this if you don't like it tough you're just gonna have to suck it up mm. what was great about this film though was that i don't know why they did it but they gave it they weren't sure of its commercial success they thought it may not do well so like we need as many people to see this as possible so they at the time they gave it an x rating which it's a u.s rating basically it's the equivalent of a pg rating now so they're like yeah kids come see the exorcist yeah. film and after like a few weeks they were like do not take your children to see this film and they changed it to an 18 plus because they were like this is not suitable for for kids and they had reports of people seeing it who were fainting they were being sick. They had heart attacks. And they even there was a lady who had a miscarriage during the filming of the scene. I can see why this film is not. You're a really selling it. If, if I, if I was into horror, you're film. really selling this, aren't you? Yeah. If you're into horror, you'd, you'd be like, oh, this is amazing. I can yeah. see why this is probably not the best. But I, I probably, again, chose this because of its, like Silence of the Lambs, it's just that iconic film. Hmm. When people talk about paranormal films, they're most they may mention the exorcist because let's face it you see the posters of it nowadays you you hear that iconic music tubular bells how does it go i can't remember what it goes doo -doo -doo -doo, and stuff like that it's tubular bells and yeah tubular bells that's it and it was it's the only i think it's the only again it's 
Cinema to Science of the Lambs, it's one of very few horror films that ever got won Academy Awards. I think since then, virtually no horror films ever win Academy Awards. It's notoriously difficult for them. And actually, it was the highest grossing 18 plus film of all time until 2017's It, which for 44 years is a nice record holder for that. Now, of all that trivia, do you believe you could take that to an 18 year old and say, watch this? And what do you think? If they they have a phobia of of, uh, ghosts, yes, probably, or being possessed. But. Or you took it to someone who loves a good rom-com. I would take it to someone who loves a good rom-com. Like, this is a great story about a mother's love for her kid. You know, it's... I don't know, in all seriousness, <laughs> in all seriousness, you took it to someone who loves a good rom-com or a comedy, just comedy in general. And again, because horror has become popular on TV with, say, American Horror, horror Story yeah. and The Walking Dead, they want to branch out into the horror genre of film. You took them The Exorcist, how do you reckon they would approach? They would they would take that at the end. I mean, thinking about it now, they probably wouldn't take it that well, hmm. because yeah, thinking of, looking at it now, I don't think there's a middle ground. I think there's a straight. I enjoyed this, or I hated this so much it was terrifying, and just there's. I don't think there'd be a middle yeah. ground of yeah, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Give me more. I think yeah, yeah, maybe not then. I mean, yeah, I would. The thing is, I would put that down to. Because like I said, just before we discussed this, I'm, I'm not really a fan of the paranormal. So I don't find them scary, which is you know funny when I said I believe in ghosts. Mm. So for me, I don't really watch that many paranormal films because I'm yeah. like, well, it, it doesn't really bug me. I think the only, the only probably paranormal films I've seen that I probably enjoyed would have been The Exorcist and Poltergeist. Mm. They're probably the only two that I would have gone. I love those films. They were great. Speaking so of which, was me... directed by Toby Hooper and written by Spielberg. That's why I was oh, getting confused. Oh, there, we go. there we go. I don't think, who was it? I think it wasn't, someone was discussing back and forward between, I think it was Hooper and Spielberg. They were filming like two separate horror films or something at the time. And they kept calling each other going, Can I, how do I do this? It was like, oh, you do it like that. It's like, how do I do this? Oh, well, why don't you do that? It was a great little trade back. I think I mean, he... No, he wasn't doing Life Force at the time. No. Oh, who was no, it? Life Force was 85. Yeah, I'm not sure what film that would have been. Yeah. I'm trying to... See, that's the thing. It's... Paranormal, again, it's one of those horror... It's one of those kind of tricky ones. Wow, Poltergeist is a long film as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially for 1982. Two hours and long. It... I think what would make that a better impact a better entry for someone there's that you've got name recognition in spielberg okay yeah you say yeah. spielberg anyone can sit and watch a spielberg film okay you say you see, i think and, and it feels and it looks and feels like a spielberg film oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. So it, i feel it really like does. that would help keep people's interest especially nowadays which we've i think that the main crux of this whole discussion is nowadays trying to keep someone's interest is tough. So it's finding the horror films that would keep someone's interest. Exorcist would do that, I think. But it's also got the higher Mm. scare factor. It's also got the much higher scare factor, whereas Poltergeist doesn't as much. So It's got some great quotes, though. Got to be honest. Yes, it has. Which is one specific, which I'm not going to repeat on here. No, no, you can't really repeat that, but it's great. So I I had two more. Two more. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 
And I'm going to leave with one specific. I'm going to leave to the end because I think it will. I think it will fit well in the end. I think if it's. I think if no one's seen it, Signs. Oh, is a great yes. That is not Ooh, a horror film, but that has some in. That has some. At the time, oh, I found signs. some parts scary from that. I I thought that the the certain scary aspects oh, of that yeah. worked incredibly well because back to the xenomorph and alien that is very that's, that's a very creative side to it you know, yes it does when we when when you say to anyone aliens you think what you see inside you see you think the big head the big big bulbous black eyes and the long fingers long et sort of fingers and science has that as an alien so that's a lot more grounded mm. a lot more down to, back to reality of wow that's actually what they could look like that that's what we all believe with roswell and all that jazz roswell, and yes. there's that one scene in signs where it's a, like a, i think it's a kid's birthday party it's a news it's a, it's a, vi- a video recording that a kid's birthday party played on a news, oh, yeah. news report and you see the alien walk from a bush to the other side that oh, yes that was scary for the moment if you if you're introducing someone you don't tell them about that it's one of those films you you don't tell them about the big moments in the film you say watch this yeah and then That's, you wait for their ah. impact science isn't a scary film all the way through but it it builds up it builds up oh god i completely feel about signs it's a very it's quite a slow burn it's a very subtle alien yeah. invasion film it's not your independence day stupid alien no. invasion film it's a what if like this this could you know this this it's good i don't know also, this could happen it's also kind of like a it's it's also set up in a way of kind of like a home invasion except on a you know For planetary aliens, yeah, invasion yeah. Planet, yeah. because there are bits within the film that you like you said you get the glimpse of like through the cornfields it's like you hear you hear the aliens things you're like mm. it's out there but you can't see it mm. which Built like home invasions built upon that. It's just like, oh, by the way, I'm especially things like Scream. It's like, oh, it's like, did you lock the door in time? It's like, yes. It's like, no, you didn't. I'm in your house, and you're like, oh my god, he's in. It. They're in here somewhere, but you can't see them. Yeah. But that kind of puts you on edge because you're like, they, they're watching me right now from somewhere. And you could probably judge from someone say watching signs as to then what you would show them in the horror. Yeah. If they found yeah, it funny, if they didn't find it scary then you'd know to right i gotta think of a yeah in fact yeah there we go if they didn't find anything scary or anything terrifying of say for example signs then you know you can go more extreme oh yeah you sort of you're sort of uh weaning them in with mm. with a film that isn't a horror film but has some some weird scary moments. aspects horror moments so you, by doing that you then know uh. right okay i know i can go with this if they found that maybe scary and like oh a bit weird then you know oh, okay there's a lot of films where you i shouldn't be showing you because you can't even get past yeah. this okay ah oh that's an interesting one yeah signs is a good one i'm gonna have to watch signs again because i haven't seen that film in ages i know i know it's parodied good. in one of the scary movies yeah scary movie three yeah oh was that one yeah yeah that was a good parody. i know my scary movies <laughs> yeah i think the yeah I must admit the, the there was we might we might do this one later we might not but it was who was it I think it was the Wayans brothers they did 
because they were responsible for writing the first two scary movies. Yeah. And let's face it, the first two scary movies are probably the best ones. They yeah, just, because they, the they directors worse. of the all the other date movie, epic movie, weren't involved in it. They're, no, they're, they those are those are trash, absolute trash. But they they did a a horror movie called A Haunted House. Yes, that they was did. the paranormal based on paranormal activity. activity. And yeah. I remember watching it, and I laughed my head off. It's mm. a horror comedy, but you you just sit and goes, "That's uh, that's Annabelle." That oh yeah, yeah well done. Oh, that was a great film. I love that one. Yeah. I I I I I would I'm personally disagree. I didn't find it amazing, but that's just me. <laughs> Fair enough. That's all right. All right. Yeah. The final film I got, which I think yes. will be a great one, is because it's quite unique. Is it follows? Oh, I almost had that one as the um as a slasher one, in a way. It, yes, the thing. It's, it's, it's a weird not. One. It's a weird really one. a slasher. It's. Mm. It's, uh, I guess, a, pos- a slasher, a, possess- a possession film. It, it's it's so like a- unique. There is no one uh, antagonist in the film. There's not a specific antagonist. No. You know, it's, it's a... It's a uh, I don't even how to describe this. A somewhat virus. Uh, it's a sexually transmitted disease, basically, yes. in the end. It's, where, a, it's a metaphor for STDs. Yes, where if you sleep with someone that has it, you get it, but the person has passed this on to you. Yeah. But what it is, it's also a curse. Yeah. And you are followed by this curse. It, yeah, I I was going to to recommend this in again, it's unfortunately it's one it is one of those films that it crushes onwards. It's like, well it's yeah, it's a it's a bit of a it's not a psychological one. There's not really much psychological stuff in this. No, it's it's, it's intense. It's not a, it's not a monster one. It's not a, it's it might be a paranormal one, a bit of a curse, maybe. Oh god, it's it's a tricky one. It's because I was tempted to, I was trying to see if I could fit in the Final Destination film somewhere because let's face, it, those are those are a great kind of. That they're a great horror in, series. That's a great actually. Final Destination one is a great one actually, and it, it's yeah. kind of similar to the It Follows. It's got the death curse always yeah. lingering and following you. It's, but I couldn't, I couldn't work out where to put it because I'm like, well, it's because the protagonist, the, not the protagonist, sorry, the protagonist or antagonist? Antagonist? Antagonist oh, is no. the evil. The antagonist. <laughs> the antagonist for this, it's like, well, the antagonist in the Final Destiny is death. It's, you know, the personification of death. And you're like, well, okay. So it's like, so that's paranormal. It's like, but death is actively trying to kill them. Yeah. So he's a slasher. But you're like, but it's it's not because it's in a way like, are they just thinking they're cursed, so they're just accidentally killing themselves? Well, he's he's not. He's kind of actively trying to kill them, but he's also not because it's. Yeah. I think it plays into the whole thing of this was they were meant to die. Thing, you know, yeah. things happen for a reason. They were meant to die. They cheated it, and death is basically no. You were meant to die. You will die. Yeah. If it follows. Yeah, yeah death the curse is passed by the std and if you get it death will always be following you in some human yeah. form but just walking oh, and you can follows is oh yeah you can only escape it by transmitting the quote-unquote std on but it's the slow walk of oh. a slow walk of our old our old serial killers that we love that is just the terrifying parts 
You could you, like you could a... be sat here, look out the window, and you see someone slowly walking towards you, just mindless zombie, and that could be it. That's death walking yeah. towards you. That's the curse of death. And you got to yeah. go. You got to go because this is going to fuck you up. Yeah, you got to then, and it's it's like the Michael Myers walk, isn't it? He he doesn't run. He just walks, and yet he always manages to catch them, catch his villains. No, his villains, his victims. Sorry, I did like it. Follows because. It's a modern horror film, but it, the premise is really simple. It's like, right, so I've given you the curse. It's like, how do I go rid of it? You need to sleep with that person and tell them, right, I've given you the curse. You see that thing? Oh, no, sorry. No, after you've passed the curse on, you can't see them because it transfers. You can't see whatever it is, but you have to tell them you are now cursed. You must now sleep with someone to pass it on, and you have to keep doing this. And it's great because, well, actually, it's that unnerving thought that you're like, okay, how many people has it now gone down the chain? Yeah, Am I yeah. safe for a while? Because then once you're like, oh, yeah, you know that, oh, yeah, the person that I passed on to after you gave it to me, yeah, they've just committed suicide. And you're like, oh, shit, so you're next then. And it's like, you ne- pass it on, come on, get rid of it. Yeah. And it is, it's that slow impending, it's that great scene. Oh, no, I can't really talk about that because that might give away spoilers. It's the simplicity that we've been talking about all this time where people we, we, people would be able to pay attention to it because it is a simple plot. It's it really unique, is. It's I a mean, unique, simple story. And I think, yeah, like you said, it's a modern, simple story. And it's great. It's a great introduction. Plus, the, I mean, the intro scene for it on the beach is like, I remember watching it. I was like, that girl is messed up. I mean, like the, the position they find her in, you're like, oh, God, what happened to you? Because she is pretty much eviscerated and just yes. like, what's that film? Uh, was it The Grudge? There's a film, uh, no, there's like a weird Japanese film that I remember watching years ago on YouTube. And like it took a picture of your face and your face got really like distorted. And it was kind of like that. It's like, oh, that's that's from probably that film. I can't remember what the name of the film is. It's really annoying. And I searched for it and it seems to be gone from YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's really annoying. But... It, it's a great film because when you watch it, you kind of, when you can see that like that person slow walking, you're just sitting there going, it's, it's there, it's there. Run, run. The idea of seeing death approaching you. Oh. At, that's a horrific thought without giving so much gore, so much, so much, yeah. uh, so much well, an alien, a monster. Giving all that stuff, but still gives the horror horror within just a human walking towards someone with i would say it follows it's actually probably one of the best intros because yeah apart from the the first the intro bit with the girl on the beach that's pretty not too gory but it's a little mm. bit intense the rest of the film is not really that intense oh wait uh, obviously it, it, it keeps I mean, up it the quite intense yeah but it's it's not violent or gory there's a few mm. moments, there's a few jumpy moments, especially mm. that bit on the mm. beach where it she doesn't remember to, to look around her and it almost catches her. But uh, yeah, it's that's a good one. I like I shouldn't I thought I thought of that one. I like that one. So I kept it till last. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one to end it on. That's a good one. I like that one. Well, out of the list, right, we've we've come up with, right? I think we've got yeah. quite a good list. So hang on, let me get I've got it written down here. Um let me pull up pull up my notes. So, we've got Psycho. Yep, Psycho. Saw. 
Yep. Scream, Shaun of yep. the Dead, Gremlins, yep. Yep, Science of Gremlins. the Lambs, yes. Misery, yep, Signs, and It Follows. Yep. That's nine. Can we get one more? Uh, well, what what kind of horror genres have we missed? We've I kind did, of got... I did actually note uh, down the POV. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I okay. think if you had to choose a POV, mm. and I'm not being biased here, it would have to be Wreck. I was thinking the same thing. Because I yeah. feel Blair Witch would be far too dull and boring for a new audience, a new a, a, young, I, a young younger person nowadays, especially, or just a new audience to the well, horror genre. I would, I would not recommend Blair Witch at all. Uh, no, Blair Witch not at all. was Blair Witch succeeded at the time because there was again there was no re- there was not really any internet. Mm. The 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 rumors that spread like wildfire yeah. around that film like the actresses actually died the actors died the parents it made like, sense my child died yeah it made sense because it just blew up yeah and everyone was talking about it. it's like have you seen this put the, the all the the people in are dead it's a sn- whereas that was a I part watched of it. that the marketing was a part oh, yeah. of it yeah I watched that film I think the first time a couple during the lot the, the 2020 lockdown. Mm. I watched that film and I got to be honest, I was so bored out of my mind. There we go. I was watching it there going. Go. And as a seasoned horror person, I was like, this is so boring. Yeah. There's nothing happening. It's, yeah. I know they're not dead. So the, the marketing went out the window. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to watch a film about people literally just getting lost in the woods. Yes. Getting lost in the woods is a bit scary, mm. but why it worked back then is we didn't have mobile phones. Mm-hmm. We didn't have anything like that. Whereas nowadays, Lost in Woods, you're like, you just get your phone, you're like, yeah, I'm lost. Can you come find me? Yeah. It's like, yeah, we'll send exactly. the Rangers down, we'll get you out there. That's, and to a, to, yeah. a, to a teenager nowadays, they'll be like, just get your phone out. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, just get Google Maps up. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, the Blair Witch wouldn't work. But Wreck, I, I don't like many POVs things. I don't like the camera work. It, unfortunately, POVs, I think Cloverfield was kind of the first big one. But it, a few people got put off because they were like, the motion of the camera, they were like, I'm getting a bit sick here because it was just wobbling all over the place. I wouldn't it say it was the first big one. one. Uh, it definitely it wasn't the first, the first one. one. It was... No. I mean, Blair Witch was 99. Yeah, um, but the first, like, mainstream, it was one uh, of the kind of the probably, bigger ones. Uh, cinema-wise, probably yeah. in the cinema, yeah. Other but, than Blair Witch. Yeah. I don't like the POVs, mainly because a lot of the... If it's really, like, wreck worked... But it was because they, they had like the professional cameraman and he kept the camera as still as he could. Obviously, there's a little bit of movement. But then you get fil- like other POV films like Cloverfield where they're like, oh, my God, they're shaking this camera everywhere. And you're like, I'm getting very sick here. And I just want to see what you're looking at. Yeah. If, Although, yeah as- POV is a very specific type of subgenre because if you're not interested in POV, you're not going to like any of the yeah. films. No, you would like Wreck, though, because as you know, you we discussed it in our top fives. And I watched it, I think, the next day or a couple mm. of days later. And I was like, this is amazing. Mm. So I need to watch the second wreck too, because I know it carries on the story. I know yes, you do. Watch yeah. that. You yeah, do. Yeah. Okay. We'll add that then. So that's a good 10. Go. I think that's a wreck. lovely, that's a great 10 for you to... We'll link, what we'll do is we'll probably list these films in the description yes, somewhere. Will. Yes, I will put them in the description. Mm. That's, a, that's a good list. That's a great list. And I, I think list. we could, at some point, we'll do, I think we, at some point down the road, we'll do TV shows. Because that's going to take a bit more thinking. Because hell, I, yeah. I I think back to my days of Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps. Oh, 
Oh, you know. Oh, we have to do goosebumps. You know, that's oh what I'm saying. God. Don't don't just think about you know, your your prime time shows of Walking Dead and American Horror Story. There's a lot oh, more. No. Hell, Twin Peaks has horror aspects oh. to it. Twin Peaks is yeah. amazing. So there's a lot we could think about with that. Yeah, that would. I think that would take some plan. Unfortunately, that would require a lot of planning because with a horror yes. film, it's you you got to sit right. I have to put aside two hours, <clears throat> maybe maybe two and a half hours max. Yeah. With a TV show, you're like okay. There are, if I don't know, The Walking Dead, you're like, I now have to put aside 20 hours to watch the first season. You're like, I have to, you, that's like, I have to watch a day's worth of stuff and take notes on a day's worth of stuff. Yeah. You're like, that's the kind of thing you're like, I'll tell you what, we'll do, it might be like, we do one month, it's like, right, we just review a TV show yeah. because otherwise you're not going to get it done. Pretty much. Yeah. But we'll, we'll plan it. We'll have a look. Maybe we'll just do horror shows that are like, I don't know, 10 minutes long. Well, simple next episode oh, will be, be so finally delving into the friday the 13th yes uh we're not gonna do the franchise but we will we'll be doing yeah. part two specifically were we gonna do part two or part one i no i think sorry, it, just... no yeah i was oh. gonna say maybe for friday the 13th we do the maybe the first two just because of yes the way it's set up i think w- if you did part two, people are like, well, why aren't you doing part one? Yeah. Surely that's the start. So, we'll, yeah, we'll look into one and two, but I think for yeah. when we were going to do Slasher versus Slasher for the following episode, we were going yes. to do two for a specific yes. reason. Yeah. Slash versus Slasher yeah. is part two, but the review would, it's, yeah, it's going to be a weird one. It's going to have to be part one and part two yeah. for reasons that will become apparent when we do the episode. Yes. Yes, so that so would be uh, that would be episode twelve. That would be the next. Oh, it's a shame it's not episode thirteen. Although we'll get Jay, we'll get Jason in episode thirteen because he'll be Either in the slasher versus slasher. What if we did? Oh no, because it's Friday. No, we have to. This. We have to do oh. it on Friday the It'll be fine. Either that, or we do Friday the thirteenth over t- episode twelve and thirteen. So one and then two in two episodes. Yeah, and then so you do yeah. Friday the thirteenth part one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have a look. We'll have a look. We'll work it out. Either way, next episode will be Friday the 13th based. Yes. <laughs> Orientated. It's going to be yes. great. So, until then, where, um, where can they find your, yourself? Where, where, so where can, can, where can the me. lovely listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on YouTube, uh, to a degree, with some of the Dreadcast <laughs> episodes. I, I was going to do gaming videos on YouTube, but honestly, I just... Time. Uh, just time. I've just run out of time. Um, yeah. But you can find me on TikTok now. And all you have to do is search for Tainted Souls in some degree. If you look for the little ghost with my logo, you will find me there. Where can I find you? You can find myself whether at Tom Grindhouse. You can find myself on YouTube and Twitch at Gaming Grindhouse. Mm. And you can find this podcast many places you can find it on instagram at the underscore dreadcast that is the underscore dreadcast and you can find it on spotify apple podcast google podcast podbean amazon slash audible and i believe that's it Uh, for audio preferences you just type in the dreadcast and you'll find these episodes you can Um, email us at the dreadcast podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us in any uh any messages? Still dust balls in there. Still, still, still dust balls in, in there. Any potential yeah. ideas for episodes you want us to cover, or maybe a film that you think is, you know, an indie film or like a very 
obscure film like Pin that you want anything to you want to discuss horror related, email yeah, it. If you just want to send us a message saying you're, you know, I don't how know you why you like how Pin. you doing. Just how tell you, us how yeah, you doing. Just send a message and how are you doing. Yeah, that'd be better. And we'll uh, we'll, we'll just, get back to you. We will. Yes. It will probably be a massive long email like, oh my God, you're our first email. Yeah, we'll just dedicate a whole episode to it. <laughs> yep. They'll never so, email us again. It's like, oh my God, they're way too intense. Nope. <laughs> if, you, if you're new to horror, Psycho, yeah. Saw, Scream, Shaun of the Dead, Gremlins, Silence of the Lambs, Misery, Signs, It Follows, and Wreck. Good it's films. Pretty, pretty good list. Wait, wh- how do we end it? When we doing, what was your thing? Stay creepy. Oh, I oh, thought yeah. we were in Stay, stay Creepy. creepy. <laughs> oh, we'll do the Stay Creepy. We'll do Stay Creepy and then the Knife Slash. How about that? All right. Stay Creepy, folks. <laughs>